Welcome to the Beyond Barriers podcast. If you're an ambitious woman who wants to advance in leadership, then this podcast is for you. This podcast is co-hosted by Nikki Barua, digital innovator, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker, and Monique Marquez, senior corporate leader, ex-Googler, and diversity expert. From inspiring stories to cutting-edge strategies, you'll learn how to develop the skill set, mindset, and tool set to get future-ready fast and accelerate your success. Hi, welcome to Beyond Barriers. Today, we are going to talk about community. That's right. At a time when we're feeling the most intense isolation because of the pandemic, there's one thing that we're all looking for, which is connection and a sense of belonging. So we're going to talk about community, even in the workplace, why it's important, how it affects performance, and how you can make communities at work even more powerful. So let's start off with understanding, you know, why is community at work important? Well, kind of like what you said in the beginning, we all have an intrinsic need for a sense of belonging or connection. And if you think about it, if you break down the day into 12 hours, you know, Mm -hmm. 24 hours in a day, right? 12 hours during the day, eight of those hours for most people is what you're spending at work and Mm -hmm. only four hours or so with family, friends, relatives, etc. So if the majority of the day you're spending at work, you definitely need to identify ways to find a sense of community or belonging in the workplace so Mm -hmm. that you can be your best self and you can feel whole and being, you know, in order to bring your whole self to work and your authentic self. So that's the key important uh, Mm -hmm. thing about community at work. You know, I've heard a lot about how belonging uh, plays a role, even in the context of diversity and Mm -hmm. inclusion. Can you perhaps illustrate how diversity, inclusion, and belonging are different? Yeah, so diversity, inclusion, and belonging, part of the reason it's such a focus is because in the corporate workspace, the dominant culture tends to be white male. And so when you really start breaking down the numbers and looking at the demographics in, you know, some of these workplaces, you know, you'll have anywhere from 30 to 40% female. And then when you get into the ethnicities, you can get into the low teens or even single digit numbers. And so sometimes you feel like you're the only, like there's, you know, you don't relate to a lot of the dominant culture kind of traditions or just the workplace. And so it's really important to be deliberate in trying to create community for everybody. Um, And sometimes it does require for you to have kind of affinity groups or um, employee resource groups that are based on kind of some similarities Mm -hmm. so that people feel that sense of belonging, especially when on a particular team, they may be the only person Mm -hmm. that looks like them. Right. You know, uh, one of my favorite quotes is by Verna Myers, Uh who uh, distinguishes um, diversity is being invited to the party. Mm -hmm. Um, Inclusion is being asked to dance and belonging is knowing all the songs. And I think that's such a powerful way. When I heard that, I thought, Mm -hmm. wow, I totally get it because I've uh, experience, uh, you know, different workplaces. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, you're invited to the party. Sometimes you uh, feel included and you're being invited to dance. Right. But if you don't know all the songs, you still don't feel like you belong. You still feel like you're the outsider or the only one at the table. Exactly. And, and I mean, that's a great thing is because we all know that feeling of like when something is familiar, mm-hmm. um, you know, it just brings the sense of belonging um, yeah. with it. And so that's the main thing in organizations is trying to create 
create communities, at least where there is somewhat of an outlet or, mm -hmm. or for the most part, <laughs> an inlet, right? Of where you feel mm -hmm. like you are in the in crowd in a particular area. So trying to get rid of the insider outsider feeling and in that community, try to make sure that, you know, for whatever organization or, you know, company you're working for, that it feels like a, a, a community where you have some things in common mm -hmm. because you all are working towards the same thing. And how does this affect performance overall? Um that's a really, you know, great question. There's been all kinds of studies done on inclusion and, you know, feeling excluded. And one of the best research, um, researches that I remember looking into was one on the LGBTQ population mm -hmm. and those individuals who did not feel comfortable being out. And they did some, you know, really great analytical, um, and qualitative and quantitative, um, research where they identified that people who were closeted, who didn't feel comfortable comfortable at work being out, being their whole mm -hmm. selves, having to worry about what do I tell them if they, you know, mm -hmm. ask me what I did this weekend and all of this kind of stuff, they are 30% less productive because wow. they're always worrying about the cover story or what they're going to share yeah. or always, you know, just worried about people don't trust mm -hmm. me because I'm hiding something or right. vice versa. There's not that trust there. So when you think about being able to be your complete self, your whole mm -hmm. self, and, you know, not, and, and just, and just be able to focus on work, mm -hmm. you're 30% more productive. Right. So that's well, so much of thing. performance is affected by focus, yes. um, but also trust within the team. Exactly. And if you're not bringing a whole self or you don't feel like you belong, chances are you're, that is distracting your focus, yes. but you also don't have trust amongst teammates. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, uh, give us a sense of, uh, you mentioned, employee resource groups, uh, give us a quick sense of the evolution of that because, you know, from companies that don't have it or early mm -hmm. stage versus those that have really evolved. Yeah. So employee resource groups are exactly <laughs> that. Once you start, you know, once an organization starts growing and you start bringing in, you know, more people, there's going to be lots of intersectionality or people who have lots of different um, identities that they bring. You could be female, like for my, mm -hmm. myself example, right? I'm female. I'm, you know, I'm Latina. Um, I'm I'm gay. And so really thinking about all these things that you bring, you know, and in some cases, when I moved to the East Coast, it was like, okay, I'm from Texas. I'm from West Texas. I like I'm very different. I'm not just a, a native, um, you know, so identity is at the intersection it's, it, of so there's many. all kinds of dimensions, right. Yeah. And so a lot of the times ERGs or employee resource groups or business resource groups start organically, mm -hmm. when you start getting a critical mass of of, for lack of a better term, others, um, they start coming together to kind of create mm -hmm. that community because the dominant culture, they, they feel excluded from it. And so really at the end of the day, that's what happens. But a lot of the times they start off, um, initially with women's initiatives, because if you mm -hmm. think about it, there's much more of a critical mass of women in the organization. So they're evolving start, from there and they evolve from there into others, into other um, groups. But a lot of, a lot of companies that are small may have one, um, mixed kind of, um, you know, kind of organization that is for everybody. So like a, a lot of them will call them like mosaics or multi-diverse, you know, or multi-dimensional. Just a, essentially a safe space and, for, and a place for connection and belonging exactly, for, for exactly. people that are um, 
you know, the yeah. underrepresented. Uh, and as the organization matures, then you'll start seeing like it tends to it tends to be women's networks. And then you'll have your black, Hispanic um, and maybe some Asian, Asian network. And then you kind of go off into the LGBTQ. So it kind of as as an organization matures, you'll start seeing more and more of these networks, um, you know, pop up from an organic need. What if you could pinpoint the invisible ceilings limiting your success? Imagine having clarity on your strengths and barriers so you can take action and gain unstoppable momentum to advance as a future-ready leader. Well, that's exactly what the Beyond Barriers quiz will help you discover. You'll get your personalized score based on the 25 essential elements proven to accelerate success in the digital age so you can understand what's holding you back and where to focus your efforts. The Beyond Barriers quiz is completely free and takes just a few minutes. Go to IamBeyondBarriers.com slash quiz and take the quiz today. So if, um, you know, I'm an ERG leader um, Mm -hmm. or a chapter lead for one of the ERGs, what is one piece of advice you would give to them to uh, to make sure that they're empowering folks in the community? I think the best thing that any ERG person um, should can do is stay plugged into their community mm-hmm. because sometimes you know it's you know everybody starts off with the you know greater good of like hey I want to create this community for all women at the organization, um, but then you realize how nuanced the experiences of all women in that spectrum mm-hmm. of women. Um, because you'll have, you know, you'll have these, these young early career women who may not have families. Then you have women who mm-hmm. do have families. And then you have women who are also, you know, um, you know, they have an ethnic woman, you know, multicultural woman or woman of color who have a very different experience. Mm-hmm. So you start realizing that it's not one size fits all. Yeah. So it's okay to make sure that you're pulling in um, other leaders, you're tapping other leaders and creating a broader steering committee where you know that you're getting lots of different perspectives, mm-hmm. because it's not going to just be one size fits mm-hmm. all. And that's okay. And then you may get some, you know, organic need where they say, listen, the women's network is great, but I think we need a working mothers group mm-hmm. or we need, you know, a um, a Latina uh, mm-hmm. group and things like that. So right. you can see how it so organically can, grows. Really, it's sort of anticipating how it's evolving, exactly. what the upcoming needs are and how those can be met in the workplace. Exactly. Quite a supportive community. And you tend to be the conduit between the employee and the leaders or the administration. So you carry that message back mm-hmm. and forth. Right. So staying plugged in. On the flip side, if I'm a member of one of these communities, let's say I'm a member of the Women's Network, mm-hmm. uh, what what should I be doing to make sure that I can leverage this resource um, to help me, especially during this time when I'm feeling disconnected, overwhelmed, mm-hmm. burnt out, I've got so many things to juggle. How do I make sure that I'm leveraging it in a way that's supportive to me as opposed to feeling like it's one more thing I got to do? Exactly. And and that's just it. The, the most important thing is use the resources in the business benefits that the ERG provides. I mean, some of these individuals are doing two jobs, right? They're doing their day job and then they're spending Mm -hmm. so much time creating um, opportunity and resources for their employees. And so half the time it's um, just become aware, just Mm -hmm. kind of go out there or even find out, ask, ask for help. And the most important thing is, you know, if you think that there is a resource or there's something, a benefit that you need that is not there, go to your ERG to those leaders and say, Mm -hmm. Hey, do we have something for X, Y, Z? And if not, how can I help? Or how can you help me like us create this for everybody else? Mm -hmm. So really kind of, you know, not only the 
leaders being plugged in, but going to them and being open and letting them know like, hey, this is a need. I see a gap, not just for me, but for others. And maybe the ERG can help with it. Mm -hmm. That's uh, interesting because that's exactly how even the Beyond Barriers um, programming yes. has um, become a resource for women's networks, mm -hmm. um, especially during this time, you know, as a place to have belonging, leadership development, and really a sense of connection and community that mm -hmm. is helping women become more resilient leaders. But it's really evolved like that from members wanting to provide that and bring that resource to more people within their organization. Exactly. Like you said, we're always co-creating with all of our members mm -hmm. as they go through the program, the materials, and they're saying, hey, this is great. I would love yeah. this other way. And we it evolves yeah. and it becomes a really great place for everybody to kind of level up together. Right. So so the important thing to remember about work communities is that it is um, truly created to unlock the greatest potential in every yes. individual to remove those barriers that might be holding someone back and to create a safe space and a sense of belonging for everybody. Um, and so to leverage that as a valuable resource and a, you know, a community where you can empower yourself and others in that. Exactly. So there you have it. So if you're an ERG leader, think about the one thing you can do to create even more value for your community members. And if you are an ERG member, think about what you need and how you can ask for help and support. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Barriers podcast. There are thousands of podcasts out there, and we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and tell a friend about it and subscribe to get new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Visit IamBeyondBarriers.com where you'll find show notes, links, and the best way to connect with our guests. See you next episode.